So here we've got uh, cervical, thoracic, uh, lumbar. Here we've got hip, knee, ankle. Here we've got shoulder. And I'll say shoulder in the big broad sense. That includes the moving pelvis. Um, and uh, uh, what's the other one? Wrist. From here, give me all the group, the categories of interventions. It was question number seven on your last, on your second last test. Here, let me start. <laughs> Range of motion. Strength. Strength. Flexibility. Uh, which would also be known as? How is it described in the book? Mm -mm, not in the book, it doesn't. No, categories. Stabilization's not a category. I know that it's in table 16, too. Go to chapter 16. I'll, I'll take my chances. 16-2? Yes. Okay, so... Kinesthetic. Kinesthetic. Stress relief. Aerobic. And functional training. That's all we have to work with in this class. That's it. So now, you've already done this. Etc., etc. And we've now done this. Okay, well, would it be, would the next logical conclusion be? Can I do it again? Darlis has been in functional anatomy. Yes, we are. We're going to do it again. I go over this because there are, as I mentioned in lab last time, there are still some sketchy things about making the link between what you need to do and what you're going to do. Behind the wall here, you have your two biggest allies for assessment, for data collection. What are the two things that we go over and over and over. Here's a hint. Just since we're kind of in that practical world. If, if I was to say, in a practical, I need a GONI measurement and an MMT measurement. Yes? You've heard that before. You'll probably hear us say that again. Give me two goals that I've basically now given to you. Two short-term objectives. Hallelujah. Practicals are that straightforward. You've got measurements. You've got interventions to accomplish whatever is going to cause things to change. Just use exercise. Don't give me ice packs. You'll do that in the, in the summer. And then 
write your objective based on that. You have already told me that you have data to work with, so use it. And then just use these to accomplish your goals. Easy. So now we can go fill in this. Does that help yeah. as far as trying to at least Okay, so now, what do I need to know about the shoulder? Give me some anatomical things from last semester that I need to know about the shoulder. One joint that attaches to the body. Actually, let's just get rid of this. All right, so how many joints does the shoulder have? Or how many joints does the moving pelvis and shoulder have? I've got a one, I've got a two, I've got a three, I've now got a four. What, five? Anyone? Three and then one that's not really a real one. Antana's going to ride the fence here. Well, three, but kind of sort of one. So that would be four. Functional joint. All right. So we have what? What are my options here? So the ST, your scapula thoracic, is your moving pelvis. Yes. Because I'm trying to now take this scapula and get it fixed as much as possible to, or as little as possible depending upon the situation, to the thorax in some way, shape, or form. I have one attachment point here. And this is now my, this is now my, um, my hip. Yes, thank you. Okay, so what movements do I have to work with? Okay, good. Let's deal with this. Actually, let's deal with runoffs. Okay, so scapula thoracic joint. What muscles hold my scapula to my thorax? So I have serratus anterior. Subscapularis. Subscapularis? Hold your, wait, what was your question? Yeah, hold on. I was, here I was just, I made a fatal assumption that all the answers that were going to come out were just ones I was going to. Hold your scapula to your thorax? Subscapularis does not hold my scapula to my thorax. You almost threw me for a loop there. Your subscapularis attaches your scapula to your Yes. Yes. <laughs> what else do we have to work with here? Work your way around. I'd say rhomboids. I love that word. So we have uh, upper, mid, lower. 
What else is in here? <laughs> I knew. Yes. So I have. Uh, well, no, hold on a second here. We've got uh, rhomboids. We have traps. You know, on the inside, we have serratus. Yes? Do I need to include anything else? Anything else that attaches the scapula to? But it doesn't attach us to the thorax. It attaches to the humerus. Yes. Are we happy? Can we leave it there? Yes. So all of these muscles are going to work in synchrony. Operative word. Synchrony. Rhythm. Synchronicity was a good police album, but that's not what we're dealing with here. They work in synchrony. Yes. They're in sync. That was a bad boy band from the 90s. So now I can rotate this one way. I can rotate it the opposite way. Why do I need to rotate it? Because I want to be able to take this and point it here, point it there. All right. To do what Tony said, scapulohumeral rhythm, meaning this and the humerus working together to be able to allow you to raise or lower the arm. Do I have to have a certain amount of mobility to this? Can this be stuck? Well, better yet, could it be stuck? Yes, it could be. Been there and done that. Okay, so it can be stuck. It could also be way too loose, which if I show you my scapular elevation with my winging scapula, you will have a good example of that. I might have to do that. So this has to move a certain amount, just like everything. There's a balance between too much and too little. Glenohumeral joint has to move a certain amount. What moves the glenohumeral joint? Rotator cuff. Tana. Supra, infra, all support the glenohumeral joint. What other muscles move the glenohumeral joint? Delts. <laughs> Delts and lats. All right. Um, I swam today, so I'm not moving real well. Internal rotation. What allows me to internally rotate? Subscap. There's major. What allows me to externally rotate? The other, yes. Okay, so we now have more muscles to be able to use 
to do or to perform your functional activities. <laughs> Karen's working on her pitching motion there. <clears throat> major. So our task in lab tomorrow is to start looking at exercises, interventions for shoulder. Be that scapula, be that glenohumeral joint. Either tomorrow or Monday we're going to play a little game called what am I? And it'll be like 20 questions. I will play the condition. You have to ask the right questions. Somewhere along the line, you have to establish what I am. A bad actor, a lousy comedian, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>